Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? I've been good, dude. Great to see you. Uh, April's already flying by, bro. It's crazy. Like, yeah, like, I, obviously, I know you get this because you're in the corporate world. Like, you know, when your leaders are telling you, guys, by the end of this week, it's already the halfway point through the month. I'm like, bro, I know I own a fucking calendar. But like, <laughs> it really feels like, bro, like, dude, like, I know it's only the fourth month of the year, but it really feels like this shit's like flying by, man. Because like, maybe because I have a lot of shit coming up. Like, I'm already thinking about like June, July shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, it's not even April 15th yet. Like, that's just like crazy yeah. so really trying to do my best to like enjoy like every i know it sounds like super like kumbaya and yoga ish but like bro i'm really trying to make the most of every day because like i just feel like these days are just fucking flying by man but uh, how have you been i've been good um so this past weekend my cousin um he's as he put it he's returning to jail aka work after his paternity leave so he decided to take a trip up to the bay um, oh dude for some reason i thought he was like i thought he quit his job no, I mean that's definitely his his goal. That's the, that's the play. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he didn't quit his job. Uh, he was just on a long ass like six month paternity dude, leave, which I'll is power insane. To them, man. I got a coworker right now. He has, dude. I, it would be better for having him in the office. But like, we give three mm-hmm. months, and I'm like, bro, take that shit, man. Like, don't even yeah. worry about us, bro. Like, cause like, right. Like, if you if we have the benefits, take advantage of all that shit. Yeah. I mean, ironically, some I hear some fathers kind of like prefer to be at work because they it frees them from all the annoying baby duties. Sure. Not saying he's like that, but um, it is what it is. Uh, he's back at work. I don't think he's super excited about it, but he, we had a nice weekend up here. So my nice. sister-in-law came to visit for her birthday. So we kind of had like a joint thing going on, had drinks on our rooftop. I yeah, saw that, nice. dude. I was missing that shit. I was like, damn, bro. I got, yeah. I, have, I, I don't really get FOMO often, but I'm like, that, <laughs> I know that shit's fun right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I really appreciated it because we don't go on the rooftop too often unless we Isn't have an excuse. Isn't that crazy? Because I'm sure mm-hmm. when you first moved in, you're like, bro, we're going to be here all the yeah. time. <laughs> That's how it always is. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a pool or like some random ass ping pong table. Like, you end up or using that gym? shit like twice a year. building or something? Like, yeah. Like, yeah well, the gym, I actually, I do use okay, more nice, often nice, than nice. I, I would have assumed. Um, but yeah, I definitely need to kick, need to kick it, uh, on the rooftop a lot more because the the weather weather was perfect. It was perfect this weekend for the first time, coincidentally. So that's partially why we haven't been outside very much, pretty much this whole year. So I'm glad that spring is here because the weather's been pretty awful in California in general this year. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Um, I guess like it's, it's technically spring, but not really. But usually, because I, I feel like when you and I went to, like, when we first hung out, that it was around this time at Coachella, and, like, that shit mm-hmm. was kind of cold, right? Like, I remember even when we went out, like, bar hopping in L.A., like, mid-April, like, it was still, like, chilly. So, I guess it's, it's still kind of normal for this not to be very spring-like, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, and then June, it gets kind of, like, rainy again. So, it doesn't get really crazy hot. And I guess in some people's minds, nice until like probably end of June, July. Got it. Um, but in any case, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good about this year. Um, I feel like we made a lot of progress with the the pod. I have like sure. three songs I'm working on, which is rare for me because normally I just have crazy writer's block. Uh, Do you feel like just being like an introspective, has there been anything recently that's kind of give you more like of a freedom? Um. I think one, I'm just kind of like 
just grateful for the position I'm in. And then two, honestly, I, I'd say what has been giving me fuel is seeing other independent folks do so well and and just like the the hater energy uh just from comments and stuff because i know like my shit is good so it just gives me that like motivation to like prove something without really needing to prove anything like i know a lot of people are like i don't have to prove shit i'm pretty sure i said that in like a song before but (laughs) i i want to prove it to myself yeah but let other people enjoy it in the process if that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense yeah. and uh we're what a, a week a little bit over a week away from uh the new song dropping officially yep so it drops next thursday um super excited about how that came out so i, I basically this time around added uh animated lyrics to it similar okay. to the duppy style daily duppy video i sent you from central c kind of like how we do uh our podcast clips um but a little different obviously because it's like a a song but really pleased with how it came out so i'm gonna have like a couple teasers here and there nice um yeah this one should be good based on like the two or three comments that i've gotten from my short like someone said it it sounded fucking amazing so nice uh, that's always good encouragement nice i'm sure it's always nice when like these things just generate like buzz on their on themselves and we don't have to like dive in too much like the advertising you know, yeah yeah because i was doing that before and i mean we've done it for the pod as well and it, it's nice to not feel like you're force feeding like r- potential fans stuff you're just kind of yeah, putting yeah, it yeah. out there and then people are just messing with it more organically yeah even though like our favorite artists do that and we allow yeah. it but I, I know what you mean though like it's there's something about like you know just like oh you fuck with this because you actually listen to the entire video as opposed to yeah like, yeah you feel like you have to comment because it keeps popping up on your fucking yeah yeah right exactly yeah i got you man but yeah dude, i'm excited uh to hear that one for sure uh and you said you have two more other songs currently in the works yeah uh three technically Oh, nice. um, one of them is almost done and then the other two are in the works uh so hopefully those will all be out by by summer Lord nice, willing. nice nice so this is on pace to probably be your most like productive music year right thus far yep yeah i think last year wasn't as productive not too sure why but i think it just wasn't like really a priority i just didn't have like the the inspiration if sure. you will yeah yeah i mean because i feel like that's like normal i mean i feel like there, there obviously is that initial like euphoria of finally doing it and then i'm sure like obviously you were excited but i know you had bigger goals as we all do and like we mm-hmm. didn't achieve you didn't achieve that so like, it's normal but i'm glad you have this new fire inside of you because again the music been great bro so uh, i'm really excited it. to listen to um uh could be worse right yeah correct yeah Beautiful, man. So we'll pe- definitely peep that out, promote on the pod, promote on everywhere we can. Um, obviously, uh, latest episode's up right now, episode 138, the AI takeover. We talk about AI, uh, the Kanye cover, and a couple other things. So uh, go listen to that, comment, share, do your thing. But new episode, episode 139, uh, it's only right that I think you and I were talking about this a lot on Friday. Um, so I want to dive into the new Drake uh, track, which you it was teased to us like what almost like two weeks ago. Um, yeah, like two weeks ago. I think the snippets were kind of everywhere. So just because I didn't have time, bro, because I was I had my fiance's birthday party. So the snippet was just the part of like Kim talking, right? No, it was actually the entire thing. 
It was the entire but, song. Yeah, but no one knew the name of the song. Some th- people Got thought it was it. Mommy or whatever, and it was Got just kind it. of floating around. Got it. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I, I definitely probably wouldn't have been so hyped when I originally heard the song or when I finally heard the song on the on Apple Music. But either way, uh-huh. the song is uh, officially titled Search and, uh, Search and Rescue, right? Search and Rescue, correct. Search yep. and Rescue. Uh, Drake. Or I guess this is technically 85% singing Drake and he has a couple ad-libs from uh, Kim Kardashian that she's in reference to the divorce. So I guess your your thoughts on the song officially now and then I'll, I'll, I'll give my two cents as well. Um, I mean, for one, I'm unbelievably happy that it actually officially came out because I wasn't too sure if this shit was AI generated or <laughs> like something that Drake you know, didn't want to come out, so they're just delete it everywhere and just pretend Dude, like it didn't exist. That's why I think my initial thing was not to peep right away, because I'm like, first mm-hmm. of all, like, I already had this dilemma of like listening to YouTube music, because I'm like, bro, like, like, how do I make this work, bro? If I want to text yeah. someone, like, it's gonna be like a little box in the corner, like, how is this gonna work? And then I'm like, yo, is yeah. this like a a random demo that a DJ found and added this shit? That's why <laughs> I was initially like, bro, unless Drake drops this, like, I don't really care. Anymore. Right. Exactly. Um, but upon first li- listen, I fell in love with this song. I didn't care about any potential gimmick of it, of it being to like bait Kanye into a new beef or anything. I just thought the song itself was just an amazing, simple, yet feel good melody. Uh, the, the instrumental was amazing. Drake's singing and vibe is, is very i guess reminiscent of his older style yeah um pre her loss and honestly never mind and all that stuff so i, I was a huge fan and i it, it got me excited for whatever upcoming projects he has because i was convinced he was done for a long yeah, time this guy, yeah, yeah we'll yeah, get into the other stuff he's good. like teasing at but uh yeah dude I, obviously i think everyone knows how i'm gonna lean on this one but um uh, to say it again on uh on the pod dude phenomenal bro like i I think I was telling you, man, this is like the first song. And again, I remember, and I, I'm on the record saying I loved Honestly Nevermind and I really enjoyed her loss. But this is my first Drake record since his diss of Meek Mill on Back to Back that I felt the need to just have this shit on repeat like a hundred times in a row, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I, thank God there was no one in my car driving back and forth <laughs> to work because, like, they would have been like, bro, we get it. We get it. <laughs> but, bro, I fucking love this song, bro, from him singing to the uh i mean the kim kardashian thing is like fun but it's not even like if it was removed i still i know i would right. still fuck with this song um mm-hmm. but again it obviously adds dimension that's very appealing um her ad libs when it feels like they're all, like if it was a video you think like yeah. maybe going back and forth and then you sort of visualize that you're like bro i know kanye's losing his fucking mind right now <laughs> but bro i think it, it's a great song man and i love that the um there's a slight beat change on like the last verse that almost be, that's why I said like, it's like an 85% him singing. Cause that last like 15%, it's almost like him speeding bars, uh, sorry, spitting bars as like the beat kind of accelerates, but not too much. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like I could honestly listen to this shit anywhere, bro. I don't, I don't think there's any a situation where I'm not enjoying this song. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, kudos to him because you're like, yeah, like we mentioned this a few episodes ago when he had the interview with Yachty, it felt like he was trying to find ways to take a step back. Mm-hmm. But when you release this, like again, because he officially released, you're like, is there more? Because yeah. bro, like I'll, I'll take right. this thing all day. 
Did you know uh, Yachty co-produced it? Bro, I'm not surprised, man. Yachty might just yeah. win Man of the Year, bro. <laughs> I know. I, and Yachty's new single is great, too. So I was excited to or excited and not entirely surprised as well when I found out Yachty co-produced this song. Nice, nice, nice. The thing is, like, it's funny, though, with the co-producing thing, because I know that they were also giving whoever that DJ was that originally dropped it a lot of the production credits, though. Like, was yeah. it Binks or Binks Yeah, it's, I think it's Binks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I, exactly. I, I know he's a part of it, dude, so for yeah. sure, like that. And that just adds more to what, again, bro, maybe we need a fucking, I don't know if we need a, I don't know if we need a Yachty Drake collab album, but I can also, I just on the small sample size, the idea of a Drake Yachty album where it's all Yachty production, I'm here for. Mm -hmm. Same. And I was just completely surprised as well to see how much backlash there was for the yes. song. Thank you for bringing it just up. Just being called mid. Like, no, the fact why? that Complex had a post that said this song fell flat. I was like, first of all, watch your fucking mouth when you're talking <laughs> about this, man. Because, dude, no one's on Drake's dick more than Complex. So, like, I was almost like, bro, is this like a playlist to get more clicks? Because I'm like, bro, no one who runs your page believes this. But, like, go on. I feel like a lot of the comments online, it felt like 60-40 was 60% people just not fucking with the song. Mm. And do you think it has to do with the the fact that it seems like um, like a gimmick in order to to get more listens and views and streams? Like, do you think the Kim aspect of it is turning people away? I mean, dude, like, I would have initially. I was gonna say no. I just thought people were like kind of over singing Drake. I think we just got kind of like people got spoiled with mm. the um, with her loss and him like rapping, rapping. Yeah, I think people just only want that version of him if he is going to be around a little bit longer. So mm -hmm. honestly, I thought it was more about the singing, but now that you bring it up, I mean, maybe it's the Kim thing, like almost like people are like, yo, just let this shit be, like, let it be, like, stop provoking it. But yeah. bro, it also just goes, like, who cares, bro? Like, I felt like it was funny, bro. Like, if this is him being petty, which again, there's no way it's not, but let's also be clear, right? Like, it could be a great song, but he could also be being petty. Um, but who cares, bro? Like, clearly she signed off on this, right? So it's not just him alone, like, making this or shit Chris up. Jenner. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, clearly <laughs> she was a part of this because there's no way they're allowing her vocals to be on all these platforms for free. So, mm. bro, I'm here for it, man. And he never mentioned Kanye by name, either did she. So that's office imagination. But yeah, I would say it would have to be a mixture of the backlash that people are tired or di didn't want singing Drake anymore. And then also they probably think like, bro, why are you like bringing this shit back up? I thought we were done with this. Yeah. Yeah. I think this release was minus the Kim thing, obviously just kind of like a straightforward song. Didn't really have any quotables or, uh, you know, annoying viral TikTok, TikTok-y things that you could take I from mean, it. Were, I mean, there were a couple quotables for me, bro. Like, I, 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 like American I, I Express I My Love? A lot. What was that? American Express My Love? That one, for sure. Because <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but then there was also one where, like, I'll give you the world. I'll give you the world, but there's, like, uh, other the planets. planets. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in that one, I'm like, is he saying, like, I still have more to do for you? Or, like, you're my world, but fuck, man. There's other worlds out here, too, that I got to be, like, uh -huh. so I, I feel like that was yeah. a double entendre. So, like, I don't know. There was, like, a lot in it, bro, because it's not just, like, 
him yeah. mumbling and like humming, right? That's like, yeah. I think we like to listen to it over and over again because I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, this is like enjoyable and like, who can't relate to this shit? Right. I mean, I think those are the lyrics you and I appreciate because I d- definitely remember every time I re-listened to it, those parts hit. But I feel like the the 15 year old TikTok girl mm. like might not even be paying attention even that closely, even though it's not that crazy of a a bar that like only Lupe Fiasco or something would come <laughs> up with. Like it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, but so do you think so? Are you leaning towards you think the majority of the backlash online is because now the majority of people online are like Gen Z who just don't get it? Um, to be honest, I don't know who who necessarily like what the demographic clowning this song is. I just know like academics and pretty much every like music reviewer, regardless of whether or not they're big Drake fran- fans generally or not, have said this song is absolute trash and i just for the life of me can't figure out I can't figure why it either, bro. other than the fact that it's it's just maybe too simple for them and different and not at a level um that drake has you know produced in the past but i i don't need that like this song is perfect enough for what i want from him yeah yeah dude and honestly it, it almost made me think like honestly dude like this i was thinking like um there's a yeah there's a clip from somewhere I, if i i'll think about it i'll send it to you offline but it's like it's like someone yelling like yo they can't let him keep getting away with this because i'm like bro how does he keep doing this you know uh-huh. as far as like giving us these many hits over like again i know her loss was only like seven months removed uh that was another side note there was some page it might have been complex because i know complex has like three different music pages but one of the complex pages was like uh, after a long-awaited wait, Drake releases song. But I'm like, bro, her loss came out six yeah. months ago, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like you're what's wrong with music, bro. And you're telling artists that they've been away for too long because six right. months have gone by. Like, yeah. fuck, man. Like, I was listening to her loss like two days ago, bro. Still a great album. Mm-hmm. But I really think it's, like, wild, bro. Like, he's able to constantly... Again, maybe this is probably what gives fuel to the ghostwriters. Because I'm like, bro, how is he able to do this? Like, just, like, give us so many great songs. Like, it doesn't make sense, bro. Like, when they finally make this catalog of, like, greatest hits, man, that's just going to be a (laughs) four-sided CD, bro, because this is You mean... You mean... You think this gives fuel to the ghostwriter theories of like yeah like almost like own, this is yeah. impo- like we've never seen this before like we've yeah. never seen this before bro because i'm telling you i there you're gonna it's gonna be hard for you to find more like bigger jay-z's fans than me but bro there's plenty of recent jay-z songs that i'm like bro like we can skip that yeah it's, it's, i get like this is a great album but bro those mm-hmm. two, three songs like dude this guy again we can say what we want about certified lover boy but bro when this guy is like trying to give you something Yo, he's not missing, bro. Like, he's not. And I know people are going to say that, oh, look at the, like, people are talking shit. Bro, give it time. Because already in the first five days, this is the most streamed song of the entire year across any genre. So, like, I'm telling you, people are going to start coming to our side very soon. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I I think whatever he releases next, I'm personally feeling bullish about i think it'll do well i think he'll deliver um it seems like people are just i i think we're also getting to a point where we're just kind of spoiled 
mm-hmm. um, and just expect so much from everybody. And if it's not like the most monumental song on the planet, then like people can't appreciate it and just move on immediately. Um, immediately. Maybe we're different because like the first time I heard it, I was like, replay that, replay <laughs> that, replay that, replay that. Never got sick of it. And and everyone else was, it seems like they were the, the opposite. Yeah, I do. It, it almost feels like people couldn't even get through the entire song. Yeah. Like, and like, bro, I'm telling you, man, the moment I heard the hook, I was just like, oh my God, dude, even like the, um, I wonder if this went over people's head, but like, uh, like the whole Pitbull, Dolly, Mommy thing, like, like yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if people like actually understand like, like that, what that quote mm-hmm. means. And Mr. Like, Worldwide? Yeah, but I feel like yeah. it also probably resonates more with like Miami girls, maybe. So mm-hmm. like maybe they like, he knew, he knew like he was pandering to that crowd and like playing yeah. that part up, but like. Yeah, bro, after hearing the hook, like, the first, like, 45 seconds, I'm like, bro, like, should I just run it back now? Because, like, like, I don't even need to hear the rest of the song. That line, actually, that's the one where I was like, technically, doesn't it not make sense? Because he said, I know I'm a pit bull, but Dale Mami. But that's what pit bull says. So shouldn't it be, like, why is there a but? What do you mean? Repeat that. Repeat that just so I can show my He said, I I know I am a pit bull, but Dale mommy. But well, Pitbull says that, so why is there a but in between? I don't know, but I think he's so like I think it's more like the so do you know what the phrase Dale means? Is it like give it or something? So like let's go. Like okay. it's almost like let's go. Like, yeah, Dale, let's go. So I think he's uh-huh. trying to say essentially, I'm a dog, but let's go, mommy. Like okay, let's okay. keep it moving kind of a thing, right? So yeah, like, that's, that's a fair. Like, I, I appreciate yeah, yeah. the other play on words and shit. But yeah. um, yeah, man. Again, I I I was the same as you, bro. Like, cause when you were telling me, again, I didn't I didn't see the complex thing right away, but when you were telling me people are pushing back on this, I was like, Are you fucking mm-hmm. like like I was offended? I'm like, bro, yeah. like, how do you not hear <laughs> what I'm hearing? Kind yeah, of but dude, again, I I truly think in like a month, bro, because, or maybe I don't know about months, because these people, everyone just moves on to like the next thing right away. But I truly think, bro, in a week or so, people are going to come around, bro, because this song is going to be number one on the billboards, even though, mm-hmm. honestly, it's pretty wild. I made that comment to you offline, but like, when was the last time we even spoke about the billboards, bro? Right. You know what Not I mean? No. Like that, like, <laughs> after this thing, it was one, two, and three. Uh-huh. Pretty much everyone's like, bro, this yeah. is broken. <laughs> <laughs> That's this hilarious. That, that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, no one has mentioned the billboard in a year and a half since Drake fucking <laughs> broke the fucking machine. So I know. Um, yeah, man. Kudos to him. But on one, one thing more, I did. Go ahead, oh, I was gonna say one thing I did forget to mention that is a reason why I really like this song as well is because people have been complaining for so long that Drake needs to grow up and stop rapping about the same things and. In my mind, this was a new approach where he's basically asking for a girl to like take him out of that lifestyle yes. and and save him. So I'm like, if it's him maturing, but he's still keeping it fun and melodic, still a banger. And to me, it was like, maybe this is a sign the next project will get like newer content. So I, that's why I also like it. Just like better nuances. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I agree though. But again, I don't know if that's, again, that's what I'm saying. I think it's, I think why, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, so again, cut me off if you think I'm wrong. But I think it's, dude, like, we're two, because he's only like a couple years older than us, bro. So we're 30 year old men, happy wife, happy life, all that, all that good stuff, right? But even we're like, man, if I could just be outside a couple nights a week, you know, that's, dude, that's, that's it. But it's like, we don't yeah, want yeah. that. 
we want the yeah. idea of that, right? So he's like, take me out the trap, take me off the map. You're like, bro, I I get that shit, bro. Cause it's yeah. like, you want to have the best of both worlds, but you know, you can't have both, bro. So I yeah, feel like yeah. that's like the young man in us is just like, bro, like this guy gets it, bro. And he says yeah. it in a fucking way that's so catchy. Cause again, dude, that chorus is the best. And when he says like, um, like the group chat line once, but doesn't finish it. And then he comes back and finishes yeah. like, I'm like, bro, how does he do this shit? How does right. he do this shit? <laughs> exactly. And I, I think that's what makes a great artist is you can talk about simple concepts and not make it sound, you know, corny or lame. Like it is a super simple concept, but it, it sounds amazing. Sounds, and dude, I would say this, I, for all of Drake's accolades, he's the only, maybe not, I don't know, but he's the one of the few artists where you already know the next word and then, but he won't say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, like, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like no one does that more than Drake. Where, like, you yeah. know what the next word is, but he knows you know, so he's like, I'm, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this fucking guy. No. That, that is dope. And I've only noticed a couple other artists do it like once or twice. I mean, Big Sean did it in Click. Um, okay. But yeah, that's a a really unique and creative. Because like, I feel there's at least three or four songs that his are huge. And it's like, mm -hmm. bro, there's like a yeah. couple lines where he like is about to say and is like, nah, they already know. <laughs> no, he does that a lot. It's, it's a dope little you know, unique thing he does. Um, yeah, so shout out to him. I did want to bring this up though because I haven't listened to the OVO um, radio. Uh, there's a couple more snippets that he played on it. I get, apparently, he has a dope Uzi Vert, uh, Uzi Vert song coming out soon. And then, I don't know if it was on that song, but I don't know if you read. There's like uh, people are thinking that he's dissing Kendrick on a song. Oh wow! Did I did not hear that? that. No. Yeah, yeah. It was like this thing about like being fake woke. And you try to pretend to go away, but like I put you away, like bro, like it was like, and everyone's like, that has to be about Kendrick. I'm like, bro, it probably just like about everyone, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. So again, I don't, again, I don't know what this next version of him is gonna be, but so far, again, this guy always finds ways. Again, he's the number one trending topic in hip hop, bro. Again, like we're in another year, essentially at the halfway point almost. And this guy is still obviously him and Yachty. But again, it's always mm -hmm. Drake related, bro. Like it's always yeah. like, it's always about him. And again, dude, like I've, again, we've been seeing this enough now these last, these 10, 12 years, like actually being like adults and aware of what's happening that like, bro, mm -hmm. like I remember when my brothers were like obsessed with like Tupac and Jay-Z. Like, bro, it wasn't this though, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no. Jay-Z went away for a little bit and like was just dominating the business world. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't an album every year. Like, dude, this shit that Drake does is just like, bro, like, it has to go down as like that. Even if he's not your favorite rapper, bro, this is goat like behavior to the max. Yeah, 100%. And that's the problem is most people, they won't be objective when it comes to like top fives or whatever because they have their own personal issues. Like, Eminem's white. Therefore, like, he, he can't even be number 500 on the list, like shit like that. But with Drake, I, I not to discredit him at all, I think. Part of why it's also easier for him to make headlines is just because I don't personally I don't feel like there's a lot of talent that exists that's competing with his like reign and appeal and all those sorts of things. Yeah, it's um, the appeal though is, is good. Keep going. I don't want to you. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, just like his appeal amongst 
his peers. I feel like like nowadays it's like a younger crowd. I think you even mentioned it, uh, a younger crowd that doesn't even necessarily want to be the GOAT or compete for that mm-hmm. spot. They're just like making fun, like rage music and calling it yeah. a day. Whereas Drake's like very adamant about like holding the crown and maintaining yeah, it. Yeah, very much aware of like what his legacy is and can be. No, mm-hmm. for sure. And dude, but I'm gonna go back to like, yeah, I still remember this vividly. I was in I was in college um, and then Drake just dropped officially the So Far Gone mixtape and like best day ever is like all over the radio. And I think it was DJ Envy at the time. And then he had a great take that was like, bro, like, and then this, mind you, this is like still like 2009, right? So even he didn't think in his wildest dream, Drake was gonna be this. Um, but even he's like, bro, the appeal with him is that unlike other rappers, and this goes for all rappers, Jay-Z, Nas, to Lil Baby and Quavo, like everyone in the spectrum. Dude, there's something that you, you don't have to like have your ear glued to a speaker to understand what Drake is saying. Like on, on the first listen, it's, you're like, oh, he said these words, right? Well, even like with uh, with Jay-Z or Little Baby, like, bro, I love Little Baby, bro. But I have to listen to some of his songs like three or four times trying <laughs> to figure out like, what the fuck did he just say, right? It's not, yeah. I'm not going to say it's mumbling, but they, they're so sped up trying to keep up with beats sometimes that it's yeah. not like properly like, what the And they fuck? got like thick ass Atlanta accents and stuff. Yeah, like, but even I'll say the same thing for like New York, New York artists, bro. There's certain like New York artists that I, I don't think people can under, can digest it on first listen. Whereas I think with Drake, because again, I don't know why, but the way he enunciates his words is like very clear and like, not like aggressive and like now I, I don't understand it and now I also feel like kind of threatened kind of a thing right mm-hmm. he's like I fully understand it and bro he's not talking about killing anyone right. I can, as a middle-aged white woman in America I can properly take right. this in and have no issues with my kids listening to this I feel like that mm-hmm. has always been there it's only gotten bigger and bigger over the last like what 12 yeah. 13 years he's been doing this yeah and don't quote me on this I, I think I heard from someone that he like intentionally records every line like individually or something so potentially it's part of his uh creative process to like make sure everything sounds perfectly clear i'm sure some rappers just do everything in one take um for better or for worse yeah little wayne does that so i have yeah they're like i don't write just figure out what your skill is and just do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah some of them pride it on just like showing up to the studio with the blunt yeah. You know, not just saying whatever's on the top of their mind and leaving, and they're like, "Oh, I make hits in my sleep." Yeah, and dude, I think I mentioned this on the pod, uh, the the episode that you uh, saw Trey songs. Like that was the, the biggest thing I remember from like the the they had like a mini documentary of Trey songs on MTV, and they were talking of like his his uh, I think it was Kenny Lyles was his manager or something, and he and apparently Trey songs put on a terrible show, terrible show, and his manager's like, "Bro, like that was bad." And, and Trey uh-huh. song is like drunk. He's like, it's all good, man. It's all, it's like, he's like, no, bro, it's not good. Like, you need to fucking do a better job. At your, this is your job, bro. Like, so yeah, yeah I feel like, uh, yeah, and clearly, like, I, I never feel like, it's probably my last thing on, on Drake. I, fe- I never feel like he's cheating the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I never feel like he's just like, yo, I got in the studio one day. This is all a bunch of bullshit, but here you go, right? Because again, I, I still go back to, uh, demo dark lanes mixtape, whatever the fuck that was, dude. I love that thing, right? I think a lot of people thought it was gonna be a bunch of throwaways, bro. There's like six songs on that that I still will put in his greatest hits catalog. So I feel like he does right by his uh consumers all the time, and where I, I don't think a lot of artists do 
or even thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Feel you on that. Cool. Again, so Drizzy the Goat, if you haven't listened to Search and Rescue, um, you're lying because you have. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I want to go to the other extreme. Um, not the GOAT, but someone who I, I think you and I both thought wouldn't still be around or us talking about him on the podcast, uh, April 23, that person is 6'9". Um, dude, so 6'9", in the news recently, got his ass beat at a gym in Florida. I don't even think you and I talked about it because you're like, bro, like, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it has been, and this might be blasphemous for people to listen to, but I think it has been impressive how he's been able to spin that into what seems to be just more ability to gain eyes and like get more clout and I guess still expand this career that now as you think about it, is going on a six, you know, a five, six year run per se. He, I think the moment he got his ass beat, he flew to Cuba, filmed a couple videos out there, uh, made new music. There's a bunch of videos of him giving money to the poor. And then he's having like, dude, like nationally broadcast interviews about the ass beating and how it was a soccer move. So again, how he's been able to spin this and like him be the victim is wild. So like your your thoughts on how everything is kind of like playing itself out concerning where he was two years ago with the whole snitching allegations. Yeah, I mean, for one, I, I think it gives credit to the fact that he's he remains a, a marketing genius of sorts in terms of turning every situation into something that's advantageous for him. Um, personally, I, I've kind of always been indifferent to him. I'd never like hated him, nor did I ever think he was like my favorite artist by any means. But I thought that the fight situation in general was kind of corny only because I thought the dudes, I mean, one, it didn't seem like they had any personal beef prior to the incident. They were much older than him. And it's just much like, why? Much bigger and older, jumped him. And it's like, cool, yeah, he he snitched and provokes people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, but it's like, how does this affect you? Yeah, how does like, it affect like, you? Like, there's three random dudes like, yo, let's fuck 6 9 up. It's like, why, bro? Yeah. And you're on camera. Um, and it just seemed like doing things that's, that was nothing better than what he was doing, chasing clout. And uh, I think Six Nine did right by kind of straying away from you know making gangster music, and he he's just appealing to an audience that doesn't care about street codes. And I think anyone if he makes good music that doesn't involve that content, then it'll be very easy for people to listen to him, especially you know global or slash international audience who really doesn't care about american yeah, street yeah, politics they don't, yeah they're not worried about that he snitched on the trey whatever treyway of brooklyn mm -hmm. like yeah they don't give a fuck um do you think it's for, then from just like a, a music purist do you think it's corny that he's like now trying to go into that because like the hip-hop thing didn't work it it does it is kind of a oh an odd switch like a very sharp left turn into a different direction because he was like singing his ass off in that new song it wasn't even Yo. like he was rapping like <laughs> this full turn into like mariah carey overnight and so it felt kind of weird and i couldn't tell like if it was serious or not because for one if it's like a joke then it, it does make it extra corny and then if it's serious it's just like where's it coming from yeah where is this coming from like how did we get here did they like 
like is this really a change in character i i, I guess i'm still like confused with sure. this shift but i think if he continues this route like financially he'll be in a much better position than trying to be hard and taunt like random rappers yeah yeah no i think it's time will tell I, but i think it is something to applaud um that he's still able to again provide for himself have these ups and downs and still still be relevant right without like mm-hmm. fucking like it like or like risking his life right because i think the yeah. other shit before was like bro like you're gonna die like you need to stop doing that mm-hmm. um but you did mention something that it's i agree with you initially but now that i'm thinking about it bro like these reggaeton artists are so big now and fully immersed in like hip-hop and like american culture that mm-hmm. i don't even i don't know the long term if enough of them would ever like, associate with him yeah yeah dude because even like Anuel, like once that shit went down where he was yeah. itching, like he jumped away he's like bro i had no idea at the time i'll never do it again so mm-hmm. i think it's always going to be like these like like these outskirts of like the industry of like spanish music that like yeah like you'll hear it but i don't think you'll mm-hmm. be like dude, just name a name but like J Balvin or Bad Bunny are not hopping on a track with six nine like that's right. never fucking happened. Yeah, I don't think the Bad Bunnies the world will. I think it'll be like the C list reggaeton artists who yeah, like yeah, yeah. whose fans probably won't care, it's particularly the ones who aren't who are like completely removed from street life. Because yeah. like, isn't Anuel it's like somewhat like oh, people yeah, around yeah, him? He, yeah, yeah, he was locked up for like six years, bro. Yeah, so I feel like people like him, it's like a no brainer. Like it doesn't matter where they're from they they don't want to associate with people who engage in that kind of yeah. like snitch behavior yeah but i think it's also a part of it that these guys also even though they're probably bigger than most of these hip-hop artists i think they they still feel like if they get that hip-hop cosign that mm-hmm. they're like holy shit we made it so i don't even think they want to risk that like the idea of that ever happening because like yo i can't fucking hop on a track with these, yeah. like, this guy on your song right and I, I think it would really depend on how the fans are reacting. Um, obviously, I have no idea. But if the fans don't care, then I don't see. Uh, and I'm talking specifically about the the international fans. If they don't care, then I think those artists won't be too concerned. But since Bad Bunny and all these other guys who are A-list have audiences that overlapped with the U.S., I think mm-hmm. They're less likely to because the fans here will care. They don't need it, right? Like, right, right. Them jumping on a track with six nine, they know is not helping their career. Like, it's not maybe not hurting it, but like, the only other option is to hurt it, right? Because like, bro, I can't get any bigger than the fuck I am right now. Like, a six nine song is not going to help me. So, right. um, But yeah, it's interesting, man. I wanted to bring it up because like, yeah, like, if you would have asked me going into twenty twenty one, where like, you know, his well twenty twenty, where like. He came out on IG Live, was breaking the internet, but then like the music was trash, right? Like it felt like like it, talking about someone who was cheating his fans. Like it felt like there was no effort in these songs being made, right? It was just all about like looking crazy in these videos. Mm-hmm. And then everything afterwards, for him to still be relevant and like not really disliked by everyone is a fucking achievement in itself. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think some people have even. Uh change like funk flex uh changes oh, he's his like views. been the like dude the, like the like the the lead in this shit he's like ah, mm-hmm. it's really getting hard for me to not like this kid it's like and then people in the comments like it's fine bro we don't like it <laughs> <laughs> what bothers me is how mad some people 
like are at him and like they basically wanted him to die in the the gym and wanted him to be murdered and i'm like over what though you don't know this kid personally like, i got understand if you were part of his gang or one of the people affected but like as just some random kid sitting in your apartment like why do you care that much why do you care yeah yeah no i, I agree dude 100 and i think if you just start looking at the list of things that has happened to him right mm. if everything he said was true like this is is um the gang he was a part with, like, fucked his baby moms. They kidnapped him. They kicked his ass. They put him in positions. Then he gets his ass made a fucking random LA fitness in Fort Lauderdale. Like, bro, like, fuck him. Let him this guy win, bro. He deserves one victory. You know what I mean? Because I know, I, I would say a lot of this stuff has been self inflicted, but it still sucks, though. You know what I mean? So, like, who cares, bro? Like, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, those guys beating him up was like, that actually made me like him more. Cause I was like, bro, that's shitty. Like, that had nothing to do with these guys. They just wanted to be cool that day and beat you up. Like, fuck them. Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny how people will say this is all self-inflicted, like, completely. But the same rapper or whoever, you know, does dumb shit, catches a few bodies, you know, beats up this person in this airport or whatever, like, they'll be quick to defend them and be like, oh, like, he's just a product of his environment. <laughs> but if six, six nine does anything like all of a sudden he he knows exactly what he's doing and this and that is like you can have people engaging in scummy you know behavior and be on both sides of the fence yeah yeah dude so side note just closing do you have anything to add to the six nine topic no yeah yeah so again shout out to him we just hope that he stays alive and he can uh just enjoy his life and it's again no uh no violence being promoted here but dude, I wonder, this is back to us getting older, like the whole Drake thing. Dude, because like, you brought me here like, um, you know, the product of my environment shit. Dude, I wonder if like people thought this way, like when our parents were like our age. You know what I mean? Because I feel like back then it was a very much like a black and white thing. Like, you did something wrong, you're a criminal. You know what I mean? Like we're not, but I feel like now more than ever, like society is trying to be like, I don't know if it's a woke thing. But just like we just know more about mental health that mm. we're trying to give people the benefit of the doubt right like i think yeah in one of the most recent and bro these mass shootings are getting dude out of fucking control bro like I, apparently there's been more mass shootings than days in the year and right. it's only april that this is crazy bro but sorry, whatever so one of the guys uh in the most recent mass shooting was like one of the reasons that the news brought up that he might have done this was because he was bullied in school and like he didn't feel like he was whatever it's yeah. like no bro like i don't give a fuck right there's certain crimes that like it doesn't matter bro like yeah. it doesn't matter right we i don't think like when like the u.s was debating about like bombing fucking japan right. back in whatever they were like well you know like they're being controlled by Hitler. it's like no bro yeah. you fuck with that guy you're done you know what i mean yeah. so it's just like a very weird, and I don't know if you feel this way, just what I'm gonna ask, like if, if you feel like this day and age is just like too quick to be like, oh, but let's focus on the mental health aspect of mm -hmm. it, as opposed to just like first diagnosing as like, that was wrong, and then we can see why it happened. But we need to also agree that we don't need to like, that can be the first thing we go to. Right. I, I think it's definitely important. And I think mental health is a reason why nowadays we're quick to like, take more time in analyzing the motives and whatnot because like with the mass shootings for instance with my friends i would always point it to you know um 
bullying or men who are like sexually frustrated or whatever and while that doesn't excuse it i'm like how do we prevent this from happening again like if all it takes is not calling some like emo kid a nerd and him like blasting up to school then fuck it let's not bully kids even though they shouldn't be behaving that way it's like why don't we take measures to stop it from happening in the first place because human beings i think are a lot more irrational than we'd like to think so i think that makes sense and like for instance and i think the goalpost moves for everyone as far as like what's excusable because like for instance i don't know if you heard about the the stabbing of the cash app founder in the bay oh bro wild yeah which is crazy and when i looked at the article in the comments someone was like i wonder what what nationality was responsible for this and i I took it as an opportunity to educate them first of all first of all nationality isn't like race and i know that's what you're trying to say everyone here is an american uh or not everyone but most of the people here are american so your you know snarky little fucking joke doesn't make sense and then two um I went back at him. I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's go ahead and guess what nationality would have harmed, you know, dozens of innocent children in a school. Like we could play that game with every fucking race or every person. And it just depends on who wants to get outraged because that that last shooting was with a trans person. And all of a sudden people were like, oh, trans people are the the issue. It's like, no, there there might be other issues at play. Um, So... I think it really depends on like if you want to give that individual an excuse because i just saw a documentary with king vaughn being an alleged serial killer and oh dude i i i, I didn't see that one was that a hulu no it's actually on youtube like a youtuber okay. just made it but it's okay. three hours long it's pretty interesting it's but three hours long yeah it's long as hell this this fool <laughs> did so much research it's like a longer than a movie but, Dude, but kudos to those those guys who do that shit. Yeah, because I'm like, bro, like you really love this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he dug deep, and and I haven't finished it, but like midway through, I'm like, so I have some of King Von's music on my my Spotify, and some of the tweets he sent out are wild. Like he was bloodthirsty, like murder on his mind all day, but at the same time, like he lost like 15 friends his dad was murdered so it's like do i excuse this behavior or do i just say okay he's a product of his environment but he still deserves to like be eliminated from society Mm. like it's a difficult question to answer but then so so my original question though do you think you would be having those thoughts 30 years ago 30 years ago absolutely not I think it's just right? black like, and that's white, what I'm like saying. I feel like today's world, it's like there is no, it, it's, there is like so many parts of gray. Whereas I think mm-hmm. our parents were just like, no, that's wrong. Or that's yeah. right. Kind of, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, t- today's age is just like, I don't think I'm, I'm not saying I'm against it or for it. I'm just saying it's clearly just different to how it was before. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think you mentioned this as well. Um, you said like one of your goals or something you've been working on is, when you come across people, you realize they have like their own story yeah, or no, experience sure. that yeah. might influence their behavior. So I, I think it's a healthy change. I guess it's just a matter of like, where where do we draw the line? And I don't know where Correct. that line should be. Yeah, drawn. Dude, that's the thing. Like, where do we draw the line, bro? Because yeah. I still do think that we, we kind of like are so, I mean, maybe not, but like, there was clearly value in the way that our parents' times went about things as well, right? We weren't born into 
I mean, maybe some people will say that, but dude, we were born into America, bro. Like, at the end of the day, we have a privilege that most parts of the world don't have, right? So we can say that society's fucked up in a lot of ways, it probably is, but we're also better than, dude, it could be worse, right? Like, we're going to learn on 420. Like, it could be much yeah. worse. So sometimes I wish that there was moments in society that we could be black and white a little bit more because I feel like we're too quick to find excuses for sometimes, like, yes, we all have our story, right? That was kind of the thing I was telling you before. I really, I feel that more than ever. Like, I, I don't like to, like, judge people too quick because I'm like, bro, like, that person woke up today and had a whole different situation going on and, like, let's respect that. But I get it. I feel like if people are giving you enough uh, truth into who they are, that also should be addressed, right? And then maybe that's where a line is finally drawn the sand, like, bro, all right, dude, this is just who you are and you need to be judged based on that character you constantly present every single day, right? Because, like, if you're not seeking to get help at some point, then, like, who am I to, tell, to say that this isn't is, is just who you are? Right. No, exactly. And some people might not be able to change, which is even scarier. Like, Terrifying. I think some people are literally born psychopaths. And if, if they can't change, do we treat them like shit because they might screw over the rest of society? Or do are we supposed to be sympathetic and be like, he never asked to be here. He was born a psychopath. So let's just like have sympathy from a distance. Yeah, dude, it's crazy because I, I was just thinking about like, because you brought, because your example is like kind of like a kid, right? Born that way. Mm -hmm. So, bro, like, I live, I don't know if you remember. So, I live right by middle school, bro. And then, dude, driving home from the gym today, a thought came to me of like me on a school bus, like when I was a kid. And, dude, I remember, for one, I was just feeling bad for that school bus teacher because I remember, like, dude, like, these kids, would, we would drive her crazy, bro. And, like, she would snap a couple times on us. In hindsight, like, if my kid told me the school teacher snapped on him, I'm fucking getting her fired, right? Like, if that's yeah, my yeah. kid, from back <laughs> in the day, that wasn't a thing. It's like, it's, it's okay. But, dude, yeah. I remember this little boy who I was friends with. And I say little, but I mean, he was, like, my age at the time. Like, a uh, 10-year-old kid. Like, she got in his face, bro, and was like, I dare you to slap me. I dare you to slap me. So, dude, he slapped her, bro. Damn. And then when his mom came the next day to, like, uh, you know, that, that same day at the, at the camp and uh, to pick him up, like... She was visibly traumatized, right? Like, oh my God, like, what is happening to my 10-year-old son that he has, that he does this? And you're like, now as a 34-year-old who's been around people who have kids, right? Like our cousins and, and my brothers have kids. And you're like, bro, like, this kid's bad. Is it like the kid? Or is it the way that the kid's being raised, right? Like, that's like, dude, I'm telling you, like, sometimes, like, I really... I, it, I truly do miss like the naivety we had from like 16 to 25 because bro, I wasn't thinking about any of this shit. <laughs> I miss yeah. that shit so much. Cause like now I'm just like, I'm too concerned about too many fucking things. Yeah, no, th th there is so much like such an influx of information. I don't even know like what to, to believe. Like one second, I'm su super sympathetic towards this situation. Then I'm not. And I'm like one second, I'm, I feel like, a 20 year old's technically a kid but then a 20 year old does some heinous shit and i'm like but he should know better and he's he not a kid know, he's a yeah, full-grown ass adult like i don't know when i'm gonna you know ever figure out what my like black i, I think the, but i think the rule of life i don't think we do bro that's the thing i think that's probably the beauty and the, the craziness of like i don't think you do figure it out i just think you like we just do our best right i think it's yeah. good we're, like I'm sure our parents said this compared to their parents and our kids are gonna say like our kids are probably gonna think we had it the best but 
yeah, I just think it's like, that's just how like life works, bro. Like you're everyone just like, yeah, we'll just try your fucking best because bro, especially in this day and age, bro, there's just like too much to fucking decipher, bro. Like, yeah, it's just too much, bro. especially like, again, you're trying to like balance your corporate life, your home life. You're trying to have a social life. You're trying to be there for your family's life. Cause now you realize like, bro, like how often am I going to even see these people? You know, mm-hmm. like if you start thinking about it, bro, especially like you, like, I'm just, like I don't know if you like thought like you, like you living away from your family and like me living away from my family. I'm like, bro, like I have to make time because bro, like shit happens. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like, God forbid, like God knows, like this is going to, yeah. like things are going to happen, bro. Like you're going to get a phone call one day and be like, fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? And they're like, damn, I should have hung out with them when like I was in town or blah, blah. Like, dude, there's just like so much to try to balance. And like, mm-hmm. bro, there was such a beautiful naivety when I was like a freshman in college. Like, I didn't give a fuck about anybody, bro. Like, yeah. I For real. And coincidentally, I saw, uh, I went down this rabbit hole of like all these philosophical, like, is reality real type videos. And I mean, oh, one of the bro, things with the worst, life, bro. Like, you'll lose I know. Your fucking mind, bro. Like, <laughs> But this one, these ones were like on the the easier side of things. It was encouraging okay. you essentially to not care. Like even when shit is bad, like it truly is inevitable, but also truly doesn't matter. Like it's it's gonna happen. So there's basically no point in worrying about anything. It's it's like, you know, the rich person who used to be worried about money now is worried he's going to get cancer. And then if he, the doctor says he doesn't get cancer, he's worried, you know, he's going to lose his job. Like there's always going to be something to be worried about. So just don't worry. Easier said than done, but. Easier said than done, bro. I think we even just like close on that subject, but I think that's also like, um, I mean, again, if you, if I get, if I create something, if we create something and we're millionaires tomorrow, obviously we're signing up for that all day. But I think there's also like a part of me that sometimes like, especially as I got older and I see how hard it is to, you know, create a certain amount of wealth for yourself. Like, that's when I really get scared though, bro. Cause I'm like, I think we spoke about this, at least on the pod once or offline, like at one of our houses, like when those millionaires are still committing suicide and like, you see how stressed they are. I'm just yeah. like, bro, like how? Like, cause I, <laughs> I was saying that with Gina in the backyard one night. I was like, bro, like, there's really not like in my life today, like there's really not a problem that money can't solve. So like mm-hmm. now when you can solve every problem with money, you're like, the fuck? How? Like if you're still sad, you're like, oh my God, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This is a fucking problem, bro. Because usually yeah. most problems could be solved. But like, yeah, dude, here's the money to pay it or take yeah, care of yeah. it. You know, you're stressed because your home's not big enough, buy a bigger home. But then I feel like that's like this little like eerie feeling I get at times where I'm like, do I really want this that bad, bro? Because like, mm-hmm. what if I get to that level and it's still kind of not what I want? Right. No, I feel you on that. And I think about that all the time. And I think that's like why with my music or anything else, I'm never like that keen on I have to be the biggest and greatest because as fun as Drake's life looks, I, that comes with an insane amount of pressure and responsibility yeah. that I don't want. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with David Cho, but he's like the artist that got, he's known for getting rich off of Facebook stock for like painting their, their offices before they went public, I think, but he, he basically accepted stock instead of payment. And now he made like 300 million or something, but he said he hung out with billionaires and he's like, I wouldn't want their lifestyle like in a million years. Um, just because it, it comes with an insane level of responsibility that no one else has 
Um, obviously, that's very unlikely that's going to happen to any average person, but it puts things in a perspective. It does. It's a perspective, a perspective that we that most people need, to be honest. But <clears throat> again, it is what it is. But I figured I just wanted to go down that, that rabbit hole because, like, yeah, that's like as we get older, bro. Like, I'm there's thoughts that pop in my head, and I'm just like, bro, like, why am I even thinking about this, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I know 24 year old me was just like, bro, let's just go out. Can we just go out? Like, can we just yeah. have a drink, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. So that's all we uh, have as far as rundown. But as always, uh, Heat of the Week, episode 139. So I'm going to go first because I don't want you to steal my shit. So for me, you guys already know, my Heat of the Week was Search and Rescue by Drake. I wish there was a number that could tell me on my Apple Music how many times I already played it. Because I'm telling you, this, it was at least, bro, at least 70 times in a row. Like, I, dude, I am not lying. From, like, 2 p.m. on Friday to, like, 2 a.m. on Saturday morning, that's all I played. So, Search and Rescue, go listen to it, even though I know everybody has it right Nice. No, not mad at that pick at all. I had that song a couple weeks before you, like we mentioned. I was going to make it my Heat of the Week the week before, but... I wasn't sure if it was going to make it to platform, so I didn't want to have a song that... Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the it. tough part about the YouTube shit, bro. Like, if it's mm-hmm. not, like, an actual release, you're like, is this real? Especially, your point was phenomenal, bro. Like, especially with the AI covers, you're like, yeah. unless they release it, I can't co-sign this shit. Like, right, right. But yeah, not not mad at that pick at all, and, and God willing, we get some additional music from him sometime soon. Uh... But my heat of the week is a song I think I sent to you, Blackout by Joyner Lucas in Future. Phenomenal trap banger. Uh, he specifically said in his Instagram post, like, if you want the old old Joyner, go listen to my old shit. I think he knew he might get some flat because this one's definitely more commercial and less like woke-ish. So it's nice to see a rapper like yeah, him who has a lot of talent. Is his shtick, right? if we had a yeah, yeah, that's his shit for sure. Like okay. the his fan base is definitely like, like the logics and NFs yeah. and Eminems who want the rapidity. I'm the best at rapping and don't mumble. Yeah, type yeah, yeah. Artist. that's funny. Cause I was about to say that he's like the black logic, but like I don't want to go down yeah. that rabbit hole either. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I think uh, Joiner's biracial too. Is that, that he might be? That's crazy. I think. I mean, he's. I feel like him and I are the same complexion, bro. So I think he, yeah, he might be. Yeah. I thought he was Dominican or something low key because it seems like every song he'll throw in some Spanish. Oh really? Um, but maybe I mean, he's I just. I don't listen enough to just uh, to keep it, but I do want to yeah. uh, listen to the future stuff because I feel like Future's yeah, that song on a nice fire run right now too. Future killed that that song too. So yeah, Blackout by Joiner Lucas. Blackout by Joiner. Side note: So I didn't get a chance to listen to it because I was obsessed with the um, Drake. Uh-huh. Any quick comments on the Shrem Life Four project? Yeah, so I listened from start to finish. Um, I'd say not bad. Definitely, it didn't meet my expectations based on the flurry of hits that they've had back to back in the past. Like it seemed like every week Ray Shremmer had a hit, um, whether or not someone was featured. Whereas this, it was a fun listen, but I didn't walk away, you know, replaying much. Couple bangers though, like some songs that you're like not bad or like that you. Yeah, like- there's one. Uh, I think it's called Tanisha. Um, let me see. Yeah, Tanisha in parentheses pumped that. So that one's a, a good song. Like I'd bump it um at a party or something, but well, nothing remotely one close. The one where they sample um Eminem, right? Oh yeah, that one. But that Lean one's not like my favorite. Yeah, like Lean is done or something like that. 
You said that one's not your favorite? No. Okay. Yeah, because a couple people sent me that song, and I'm like, bro, like, first of all, I think this was, like, on one of their, like, IG lives, like, three months ago. Yeah. So I think that also, like, took the, like, aha moment away from me. Mm-hmm. Same, same. Yeah, I just remember. I'm like, wait, wasn't this the TikTok song that yeah, he was, like, fooling made, around with? It, it wasn't even serious. Video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it, was just it was like a joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm like, bro, this is, yeah, I, have, I haven't listened to it personally, but I'll I'll get around to it. But I was mad when you said it was just okay, because I was like, fuck, I thought we were actually, again, I think because we've been doing such deep dives into older music that, like, yeah. like we said, we listened to the album, and then their second album, bro, there's just so many hits on that. Like, you're like, bro, they mm-hmm. can recreate a little bit of this. But, I mean, dude, it's also just hard to recreate that moment, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, and again, to our point, like, bro, they're just, they're also just, Dude, I was thinking about this too. Sway Lee has two songs that have gone 10 times platinum with Sunflower and Unforgettable. And with Unforgettable I'm like, bro, yeah. that's like, and then he has his own hits with mm-hmm. Ray Shrimp. I'm like, bro, like, at some point, like, you also just like, bro, this is all I got and like, take it or leave it. Cause like, who gives yeah. a fuck, right? From their point of view. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, once you've accomplished so much, I think that's like the, also the downside to, to becoming successful in a field is like, once you've, done it 10 times over like what more can you really use to inspire you or find well, which is why again not to be too heavy on drake shit but that's why yeah. this run is crazy because right. you would have thought by like fucking take care or even like by then he'd be like all right bro like i don't really have i gave you a great you know mm-hmm. debut mixtape two good albums and like the, dude for it to be still like 10 years old like bro it's just crazy right. so that's probably again. That's the part where I'm just like, bro, this doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense. At some point, the drop off is coming. And again, if it's shit like we just got this past week, I don't think it's anytime soon. But uh, yeah, cool. But I'll check out Shrem Life Four, um, and I'll give some more context next week if it's needed. But um, all right, my guy, let the people know what we got going on, where they can listen to us, and I'll get out of here. Yes, sir. Catch us at audio-theory.com. New playlist, or sorry, new episode every week. The Spotify and Apple Music playlists are on there as well, so be sure to check that out. Uh, We do actually have an interview in the works. Not too sure when, but that will be with Angelo Mota, assuming uh, his team gives him the green light, which will be exciting. So um, when that does happen, once we lock in a date, um, we'll let you guys know. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to that, our first one of the year. But uh, keep checking out all the uh, content we're pumping out, man. It's a lot. Uh, we appreciate the comments on TikTok and YouTube. Uh, listen to the, uh, the the podcast itself, the on Spotify and Apple Music or wherever you get your podcast, because we uh, definitely appreciate those numbers too. But uh, yes, sir. my guy, I love you. Talk soon. Love you too. Peace. Peace.